And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. As long as they keep on making animated Star Wars, Hope Molinax and Chris Honeywell will be on the case. Welcome to Jedi and Jedi. A project that began with Clone Wars, and now they never end. Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Jagos and Jedi, a weekly podcast covering every episode of The Bad Batch. In this episode, with Sham and Alini Sindula captured by the Empire, Hera calls upon the Bad Batch for help. There will be... The baby still a ship! And hashtag Hot Hauser gives a speech for the ages. And and Sham still has his beautiful walk cycle. We're talking about The Bad Batch, Episode 12, Rescue on Ryloth this week. How you doing, Chris? Good. Um, <laughs> overwhelmed. I'm, I'm working a lot. It's the, it's the summer season. I'm... Uh, gearing up to possibly do some garage sailing in the future so that's good Uh, yeah yeah um that's second best thing only to like a vacation (laughs) that i could get right now but uh also i'm in like media heaven last last thursday right i i i uh I had just last Thursday, I woke up in the morning and found out that that day they had begun filming the new um, it's a it's actually a pre prequel to Fury Road. But basically, it's not a Mad Max movie because Mad Max isn't in it. But Fury, it's the it's the it's the the story of yeah, the story of Furiosa is being filmed with like (laughs) <laughs> to say that I, that's good news to me is like beyond that's just like uh, oh, oh my god is just gonna be basically the movie version of a roman orgy for me so i'm i don't know i don't actually i don't think i would enjoy a roman orgy but like if i was a roman emperor yeah this will be my like just like at last Oh, it's going to be great film wonderfulness. But the (laughs) night before I'd watched, you know, the latest episode of Kenobi, which controversial, but really good. (laughs) Really (laughs) intense. Because like people are either like, this does not break canon. And other people are like, this is the, everything's done and fire. And I'm like, hey, you know me, I can twist. I can, I can retcon and twist and make it work really good if i, I if really i got like, if i got some if i got some you know tool you know some clay to work with but they don't have a lot of clay to work with in this and and you know i'm all i'm gonna say about it because eventually we are gonna and and like next week actually you'll hear more kenobi talk but it'll be just about the first two episodes um because we we did record a little out of sequence, so next week you'll hear a little bit of Kenobi talk. But all I'm going to say is we're getting, we're hit, we've hit that point, and it was an eventual point because, let's face it, Disney has shareholders that want to make money, 
Star Wars has fans that wanna wanna see it happen. No, they don't. No matter what, it's there's just Disney owns these characters. We gotta have them fight. To me, and I know like Scott Gardner's of the same opinion of me, and I don't know how he's rolling with it. Like, but he seems to be like when people were retconning it, he was like, "Oh, okay, I could see how that works." And I'm like, "Okay, he's trying to go along with it because it, it, there's just no denying it was." the execution of it was very strong but we're seeing that point of like okay they had they were gonna do it in my heart of hearts i knew they would have to do it you know if there was a decision made should we do this or shouldn't we do it and should we do it equals ching 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 and we shouldn't do it equals like ah a few people give you artistic merit for that you know (laughs) then ching 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 is gonna so in my opinion, you know, okay, the ching happened, but they um, they put they put some work into it. They they like it's it's not cheap, and it's it was just really a, like the tensest, most violent Star Wars ever ever put out ever. It was very very um, it was an experience. So I had that <laughs> the night before. Wake up, Furiosa's coming on. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, I have a new Star Trek show today to watch, which was excellent and made me actually think about like like set me off on like a course of like thinking about a certain topic and being like, oh, interesting. And like and I was like, wow, this is Star Trek doing what it's supposed to do. And at the same time, there's the new season of the Orville drops out. And uh, which I've been looking forward to a long time for a long time. And uh, then the next season of the boys goes plop and drops down. So it's just like, ah, I don't. And uh, <laughs> and then every everything everywhere all at once pops up is is out of the theaters and on streaming now. And I can watch that. So it's just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. There's just I'm being bombarded with the, the stuff I love. And there's just like just enough, all this other all this media that I love and it's will carry me into Furiosa. But that was my week. How was your week? I'm pretty normal. I, I'm still job hunting. Um, we very we very very sadly lost our kitty. And um, I I I I know a moment of silence for Spokes. My Spokes kitty. So that was uh that is so it was a hard few days and her Do you want a salute for what kind of salute for spokes do you want me to put in here? You know like, pew, 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 or do you want <laughs> like a twenty one you know, gun salute? Always... The dog outside is barking. Oh no, she she always liked eating. So maybe the meow mix jingle would be perfect for her. Um though she though she did love her fancy feast because she was a fancy beast. Um no, but like that was so that was a few hard days, like because we she was 17 and it was her time and um so yeah, it was it was a hard few days, but um other than that it was pretty it was pretty normal. Um Carmilla, her sister Low key, I'm. I'm a little. I'm. I. I want you to have a job. I'm kind of glad. <laughs> yeah, I've been applying like crazy to every place and not getting anything back. Um, so that's been fun. But um, I, my Carmilla, her sister has been extra cuddly, so it's been nice to have an extra cuddly cat with me. Um, and then I am excited though because on 
this weekend. So by the time this episode's come out, it's already happened. I am getting to see our listener, Brian Weber, because he, me, and Billy are going to go to Game Grumps Live. And I'm super excited because I like I, I haven't seen Brian since like pre-pandemic. So it's been a few years. Um, and I'm super excited about seeing him. And we're like, we're going to go get dinner beforehand and hang out and then go see the Game Grumps. And I'm just, I'm really excited because I'm just going to give him, like, the biggest hug. And so, like, Brian, if you're listening, like, we've already done this. So I, I hugs on we, the way. Yeah, so <laughs> belated hugs. I belated pre-hugs to you. <laughs> but not not the Game Put Grumps. Put on your kinda. hugging shirt. Yeah, but not the, not the Game Grumps kind of pre. Because we're not going to pre. He knows what that means. <laughs> I'm going to pre. Um... No, but I'm I am really excited about seeing Brian this weekend. Um, so by the time this episode out, it was great. I've I, I've been to Game Grumps Live once before. Uh, me and Billy went up to North Carolina to see them. So uh, I'm and apparently this show's different. So I'm excited to see how this because last time it was Mario Party and I'm excited to see what they do this time for the show. Um, so we're yeah we're just gonna have a fun night in Atlanta on this weekend. So I'm really really excited. Um, yeah. So, ha ha. <laughs> But that's that's essentially my <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's essentially my week. Uh, I I don't have COVID because I know last episode I was wasn't sure if I had COVID or not because I was feeling super under the weather and I was in Florida around people who don't mask. So yay! Um, I, so I was negative. So thankfully I did not catch COVID. Um, and so yeah, I've just been doing my thing, playing catch up. I wrote my last Owl House recap because the finale of Owl House season two is amazing. Everyone, please go watch Owl House. I don't care if it's animated. It is one of the best shows on television. It is so good, so timely, so thought-provoking, and is just everything that Harry Potter wishes it was as fucking good as The Owl House. It wishes it was that fucking good. And I love Harry Potter. I do. But Owl House is better written, better world-building, better characters. Go watch it now. It's on Disney+. Plus. I love it so much. Ah, uh, so yeah, but yeah. Other than that, I'm I'm good. Just a chill, chill and low key stressful week trying to apply for work. So mm. yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyway, what did you think about Rescue on Ryloth? That's pretty good. I actually docked it half of a point because it wasn't as hot as the oh, last. Oh jeez, yeah. Now we're just getting blowback from the hot episode. What I, what, what, like it's fun editing the episodes because I realize, like, you know, I mean, we were doing the episode, you're doing the episode, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, oh my god, I totally took advantage of Hope's like hotness to like land jokes that I knew that would get you like. I, I knew that it was just going to be easier to make you laugh at rude jokes. <laughs> so I just took full advantage of it. I think it was, there was a joke about Jedi and attachments. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I yeah. told that joke to my High Republic Discord channel that I'm part of, and they lost it. It was such a good Oh, good. Mm. Mm, so good. Uh, yeah, um, no, I got, I got a, di- I got a different kind of laugh because you were all just like in Hauser mode and just like you were just like. <laughs> <laughs> Hauser and Daddy Sham. Ugh. 
I think that's the thing, because, like, Daddy Shan was, like, doing stuff last episode. Like, he was punching people in the face and, like, stealing motorcycle bikes and, like, flipping around spears and, like, stabbing spears in the ground. And I'm like, yeah, you can step on me, Daddy, too. And like, I uh, so, see, like, I'm gonna describe it as Hope getting all creepy on the Hope was getting all creepy on that episode. She was just like all up, uh, all up on that episode. Just like, you smell creepy. nice, episode. <laughs> I am a, I am a healthy, thirsty lady. I am not creepy. <laughs> I am healthy and thirsty, and like, hey, man, look at you, episode. <laughs> I just, I, I, you know, I. I realize the only like men I'm attracted to are fictional men. Like other than that, give me like. <laughs> I actually like made a sticker of Best it for kind my of Men are the fictional kind. I mean, it's true. Like I like in real life, I like I like ladies and non-binary people and trans people, but I'm just like, ugh, men. But then fictional men, I'm just like, yes, <laughs> fucking step, step on me, daddy. Uh, choke me, Sham. You, that spear you stabbed in the gram, Sham, you can just stab me with your spear. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your walk cycle, daddy. Uh, well, you know, Hope, we're living <laughs> close to the days. Uh, we're in virtual reality now, but we're, you know, someday, you know, they'll have the the virtual reality sex suit and hope, and then animated characters become an actual, you know, they become an actual, you know, you can you can head out to the clone the the clone bar, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, uh I I have a fear of AI. So watch that, out, like, you might get what you wish for. I. I have a fear of AI, but like this oh. was the that like, that might be my exception. Be like, like I <laughs> I can fuck loading great storm. I don't care if he ha- looks like a PS one Laura Croft pixelated guy. I'll do it. <laughs> yes, please. That way I don't have to keep writing smut of it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. By by that time you'll be able to hold your smut up to the camera on your laptop. It'll just scan it in and you'll start. I just saw an AI video made by scanning the lyrics and the sheet music in so it could get the beat and when the lyrics were. And it did this like whole psychedelic melty thing of, you know, where where things would coalesce and you would see them and then they would start to fade out a little bit and you would see something else coming up in the background and it was right along to the words and it wasn't too like cheesily on the nose and i was like this is like you could i could see this as like somebody's music video and going like oh the animator took a lot of time on this one and it was really it might have taken a long time for them to like for the ai to to you know to spit it out you know because it was video and stuff mm-hmm. but the ai went through and read the lyrics and brought up images that went with the lyrics <laughs> <coughs> so you know it's it won't be that long you'll you'll just be you'll just be typing your your fan fiction out on and as you're typing it you'll have a little little screen up in the corner that'll that'll give you a little depiction of it and you'll be like no no take 10 pounds off thrawn you know <laughs> or whatever <laughs> more ribs on thrawn or or on the inquisitor you know or <laughs> there must be 15 ribs and <laughs> And uh, yeah, 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 and 
<laughs> so don't worry, don't worry, Hope. Your time is coming. Uh, I don't, uh, I, I don't look forward to it because we have to make a show, and after that, you know, that I, you know, may never hear from you again. <laughs> I go into a coma. Hope has joined the Chiss Empire. Ugh. I'm, I make my whatever tiny little Star Wars harem. Chiss Alliance or whatever, yeah. Hope's just got her Star Wars harem on a bunch of chains and she's just the, the Hope ripping her way through ripping her way through the cyberverse. <laughs> <laughs> Making a damn fool of herself. Well happy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and hope, and then hope was never seen ever, ever again. It's fine. Anyway, uh, I said it was less hot. What did you think about this episode? Oh, the, the, there'll be a new show called uh, Hope Makes Chris Hire a Virtual Detective to Go Find Her Online to Make a Goddamn Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, oh, that could be part of. Uh... <laughs> You're like your Illuminati play, uh, the the person that yes. was lost to the Ethernet. <laughs> yes. Of AI. Lost to the Matrix. Anyway, let's focus. Rescue on Ryloth. Did you like it? I did like it. I liked it too. Um, it I was thought it was much... a little step up from last week. But I, like... I think it's interesting because one cannot work without the other. I think last week was a better standalone episode. Like, um... If it was just by itself, like it was a, the better of the two st- standalone episode, because this episode can't function without the other one. But right. I think this one functions as a better Bad Batch episode, while last week was just a better solid episode on its own. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And like, and, and I think it's it's a better really Bad Batch it. episode. It's not like one of us to a standout ba- Bad Batch episode towards me, but it, to me, but it, yeah, it it. it it was back into the formula more, you know? Yeah, and... That's okay. I think that's a good way to tell this this particular story, though, so... Yeah, because, like, it was things from last week that made this episode work so well. Like, because Hera and Omega built that relationship last week. And it wouldn't, this week wouldn't have worked without that relationship. So, like, they definitely need each other. And, like, it felt more like a Clone Wars two-parter than, say, like, an Adventure of the Week Bad Batch episode. Does that make sense? Yeah. But the Bad Batch, to me, isn't too far off in a lot of ways from Clone Wars. It's, like, you know, it's 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 a more structured and leaner cast Thing, but it's it's sort of the same ideas. It's battling a lot of battling clones and a lot of the same a lot of the same um, hardware is and just feel from Clone Wars is uh, you know certain aspects of Clone Wars the, the clone centered Clone Wars episodes. So yeah, it's sort of familiar territory and a little bit of Rebels thrown in. <laughs> mostly in the last episode but a little bit in this you know just by the you know even just by having Hera in it you know but still <laughs> yeah um so are you ready to get into this what's that you ready to get into this I am all right <clears throat> 
Rescue on Ryloth is the 12th episode of The Bad Batch. It aired on July 16th, 2021. It was written by Jennifer Corbett and directed by Nathaniel Villanova. And for some extra information for you, uh, there wasn't really any big background information for the week. There was no new characters or voice actors or anything. It was mostly just like, Daddy Sham made a promise to return to Ryloth, and he did this in said book in Rebels. And then there was another one that was like, the limits of the clone inhibitor chips were seen in hashtag Hauser's speech. Hashtag, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hashtag Hot Hauser. That was incorrect. Uh-oh. Um as has he leads a small rebellion like so like that was like all the background stuff so it wasn't like anything that was groundbreaking so just little stuff like that so you but you know who's also our little stuff Uh, what you're our little stuff you're our little guy Uh, double stuff oh it's like a, a green oreo I don't because you're full of cream working working with Oreo Yoda is for a special Yoda flavored Oreo is it just like food coloring or is it actually Yoda flavor center essence of Yoda Uh, (coughs) Uh, um that sounds great I hope it's very successful on your future ventures yeah, that's better than the Pop Rocks Oreo. Yeah. I was about to say virtues, your your future virtues, but Yoda doesn't have virtues. <laughs> virtues. Uh, so I have a question for you, Yoda. Question for Yoda? Yes, yes. So last time we talked Bad Batch, we just we came up with a thing where we talk we're talking about like how hot Shams and Dula's walk cycle was, and I was thinking. Who in Star Wars has your favorite walk cycle, Yoda? Mm, Yoda is, is studies many walk, walk cycles. Yoda is very yes. Yoda has some has a couple favorites. Yes. Yoda. Mm, Yoda really likes gets into um, shuffly droid walk cycle. Like uh, like leg droid not roll droid Bleh, me, me. and i and i will also Bleh. say slither cycle for people like mama the hut is totally good too not bad not bad depends on the wiggle mm. <laughs> the motion of the wiggle yes the motion of the wiggle is what what um influences jiggle yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, shuffly, shuffly droid walk. Yes, with with arms bent, straight arms bent, up top, but on the bottom, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. <laughs> very good, very nice for Yoda. Best, 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 best walk cycle though. The Sebulba. Mm, the Doug walk cycle. Ooh. Yes. You like those uh, hands for feet and feet for little hands? Ti- little tiny leg. Little tiny stumpy leg. But then big spindly muscly arm. Yes. Yes. Run like a werewolf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, 
run, run, run. Yes. Oh, stumpy legs. Oh, big arms. So you, you know, you know what they say about short leg, long arms, right? What? Uh, Yoda does not know. It's asking you. Oh. Uh, what does people say? I, Yoda does not know what they say, but he knows they're saying something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, this I thought I thought for sure it had been like size noodles, Mama the Hut, and and Mala, but huh. yeah, size noodles, little sticky, toothy, picky leggies. Hey, no, she is... looks like puppet. Looks like puppet. She she, she looks like a puppet. Yoda? Yes, looks like a puppet. Looks like a puppet she does! Yes! Puppet! Worst thing to look like, a puppet. Chris, are we gonna tell him? No, he knows. Look at him. That's why he took off. He... he, It's, uh... Who's gonna tell him? Now we know about the (laughs) P-word. I know. I know. Oh my goodness! We're I feel like all, it, we're getting up. See, that's the thing is, I feel like you know? just like after the out. after about a time, you get to learn to push his buttons too. You know, what I I'm feel saying? like I just like slid out of the matrix for like half a second and saw a different <laughs> universe. Where I was like, is Pod- does, does Yoda realize what he's saying? <laughs> I don't like know. Let me back into the matrix. The time, my daddy. Yeah. Yoda is an unreliable narrator for sure. So. He is. He absolutely is. Anyway, you ready for Act One? I am ready for Act One. <sighs> Act One. So, little summary of last week. Oh, last week we were on Ryloth and we found Shams and Dula and the wonderful Alini Shindula, who is Hera's mom and not dead, which is great and they're having great sex and it's fantastic and there's also Captain Hauser who's a really hot clone and like he's in the mix too and you know that they've been back banging like a threesome and it's great. Anyway long story short uh, the Empire's on Ryloth and they're a bunch of dicks and Crosshair and Rampart are both there too and Boardpart is all like yeah we love the people and Crosshair's like yeah I love them so we love them to death literally cause Crosshair shot Ornfrita in the head and he should have died, but he's not because of a book. And uh, <laughs> Grand Inquisitor's not dead because of Rebels, so it's great. Um, and so Shaminalini got framed for trying to assassinate Orn Frita. And Rampart is all like, ha ha, I'm evil. And Hauser's like, I'm questioning everything. And Hera gets away with Chopper. And, oh, and she briefly met the Bad Batch because um, Gobi took Hera on a rebel mission and Hera was like this is awesome and she met Omega and they became friends and they're like BFS forever and now she's all alone because her parents are captured by the Empire. That's where we are. Did I mention Shamma's hot? It's great. Anyway, on to this week. <clears throat> we open with Admiral Boardpart and he comes to visit Daddy Sham and Mama Alini in prison and he's all like 
ha ha i got you and like hauser is standing behind him just like i don't like any of this and he's like i can't believe that you guys try to assassinate a senator and sham is like what the fuck are you talking about where's our daughter and rampart's like that's what i came to ask you if you don't want to tell me where hera is we'll find her ourselves and sham's like if you touch a single one of her little leku i swear to god I will rip your fucking throat out. Watch me. And he's like, and, R- and Rampart's like, Alini, you're the sensible one. Can't you talk sense into your, like, super sexy husband? And she's just like, excuse me? No. I've seen how you treat your allies, and I'd rather be your enemy, ho. And he's like, oh, whatever. I'm too fancy for this. And he walks off. And Hauser follows, and he's clearly regretting all of his life choices. And he's like, sir, I was there, and Sham and his men definitely did not shoot Orin Free Ta. And, and Rampart's like, I'm not paying you to think. I'm paying you to follow orders. Do you even get paid? You're a clone. And he's like, yes, we make minimum wage, sir. He's like, good. Go earn that minimum wage. It'll be fine. Go arrest some civilians or something. And Hauser's like, you know, I think I'd rather go find Hera myself. And Boardpart is like, no, I have another team on it because I definitely don't trust you. Meanwhile, during all this, Chopper's in the background and he's being sneaky. He hasn't gone like full like murder droid yet. He's still just kind of like roaming around and like checking things out. And Hera's listening in and like they're snooping on her house, but she sees like it's swarming with troopers and there's no way she's gonna get to her parents. So she decides to make a new plan. So we go over to the Bad Batch and they're just like enjoying their Thursday afternoon, just hanging out. You know, they just finished a mission and they're still in the area and they haven't gone away yet. And they get a call from Hera. And Hera's like, Omega, you're my best friend. I've known you for like five whole minutes and we made a real connection and I really need your help right now, Omega. Can you come help me, please? And Hunter like looks at Omega and is just like, don't give people our phone number. Why did you give her our phone number? And Omega's like, didn't you hear her? We are best friends. I had to give her my phone number, Hunter. We have to go help her. And Hunter's like, no. (laughs) No? I mean, no, like, we're not gonna go out of our way and put ourselves on the line for every person that needs our help because I'm on my waffling character development and that's what I do. And Omega looks him in the eye and she goes, isn't helping people what soldiers do? And somewhere in the background, Echo is like, yeah, right on, dude. That's what I, that's what I've been saying all fucking season. Get a girl! I'm a- I'm Echo! (laughs) And Echo's like, woo! So, because Hunter got a horrible burn from his sister child- Ew, that doesn't sound right! Not sister child! Ew, 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 ew! Jesus, Hope! (laughs) No! That came out wrong! It's my good sister wife here! Like, they're taking care of it. I'm just gonna move on. I'm just gonna move on. Oh, my gosh. So, the Bad Batch head back to Ryloth. And they land in, like, Hera's little base. 
And Hera's like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm so glad you're here. And she's like, of course I would come. You're my best friend. She's like, oh my god, we're best friends too. And so, you know, I meet Kanan, and then he's my best friend, because we, like, you know, we're, like, 18 and older, and then we do 18 and older things. It's great. And and Hera's like, I really want you guys to save my parents. And Hunter's like, so I have some concerns, even though Omega is not volunteering us to do this. She's voluntelling us to do this. And I'll tell you what, we'll go scope out the capital and we'll make a d- decision then. So the entire team and Hera and Chopper go all the way back to the capital and they're looking around. And as they're watching, Boardpart is giving a speech and he's all just like, citizens of Ryloth, I know I'm human and you're all Twi'leks, but you... I own all of you now, and your leader, Shams and Dula, try to kill your beloved senator, Ornfri Ta. And, like, one of the, the Twi'leks are just like, we hated Ta. So that's a good thing, right? Go, Sham. And Rampart's like, <laughs> no, Sham is evil. Blah. Anyway, during all this, the Bad Batch see Crosshair. And Hunter's like, oh, fuck it. Fuck Crosshair. God, why you didn't tell us that Crosshair was here. And Hera's like, I literally don't know who that is. So Hunter and Tech are talking. And like, they really don't like the looks of this. Because it's a military operation. Despite this being an allied planet. And as they're discussing like numbers and stuff. Oh no. A pro droid arrives. And Hunter's just like, I'll be right back. And he's literally just like, Spider Monkey jumps on it and takes it out. But he's like, well... That means that Crosshair knows exactly where we are. We gotta get on out of here. Bye! Because that's exactly what happens. Crosshair gets a little notification, and he's just like, The Bad Batch are here! I'm coming for you, Hunter. (laughs) What'd you think of Act 1? I liked it. Um, Okay, so, like, um, timeline disclosure here. Like, I watched this, like, two or three weeks ago for this episode because... And I actually was, like, proud of myself because I watched it early. And then we took a week off, and then we did a... a um, celebration episode? Celebration episode. <laughs> so I so I watched this episode again. And so I have a note here that says... And, and I, even watching it again, I have no idea what I was thinking when I wrote. More spies, less probe droids. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Should the Empire use spies better than probe droids? Because the probe droid was fairly effective in this, although it's it's an expensive way to find somebody. Like I can't imagine a probe droid is a cheap piece of technology, and like they always they always like they always work. Ca- they always catch somebody, but they always get shot down. They always get shot down and blown up before you, you know, right after identifying the the heroes. So they're an expensive tell and, you know, probably more than it would cost for a spy. But I don't know if that's what I meant. I have no idea what I meant. Or maybe there <laughs> were. I, I don't know what that meant. Um, it, it's weird because I don't know if all the architecture we see here is imperial or just industrial or something. But like, it's just funny that when you see the crowd of people like. Um, on Ryloth, everybody they've got like sort of like lizard coloration, so they're all different colors of the rainbow. Everybody's like this purple. I love Twi'leks. They literally are Tri- like Twi'leks are all different colors, and they wear colorful clothes. So you see this crowd, and it's a really colorful crowd. And eh, like 
if that's an example of their architecture, it's like, why do they have such drab architecture? So I'm thinking this is stuff the Imperials have built like as an or we're just in the in, in industrial segment of Ryloth or something. But I it was just it was just a neat visual contrast, you know. I think it might be this latter because they are in the capital of Ryloth, but the, yeah, that that's... section is definitely different from like the Sindula household, which we've seen both in this and Rebels. Right, and right. it had like water running through the floor and shit. Yeah, no, like they had a very like sort of sort of like Mandalore, a very artistic sort of feeling um, society. So it, it was it was weird, but. It was a nice visual. And then I've got a note that says Chekhov's gonk because I thought the gonk was going to get used later on, but I was no, wrong. No, it's just, just character development. Just, just yeah. Um, and I like Tech saying uh, children overreact. It's just like, you guys got to stop talking about children because... <laughs> you guys are fucking 10 years old yourselves. Or younger. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> or younger. <laughs> And and it's funny because I don't think that was meant to be said ironically, but that's what I think whenever they, whenever the clones refer to children and stuff, it's just like I don't know, guys. You guys aren't even in, shouldn't even be hitting puberty yet. And my only other note is uh, it's kind of uh, um, Hera mimics Leia's posture in her message to the Bad Batch. It's very you know reminiscent to that. that. Help me, Omega. You're my only hope. Yeah. Oh, That's all I, I just, got for Act One. Just speaking of Leia, I love baby Leia and Kenobi. She's the best protector. I adore her. She's so good. Anyway, <laughs> can that we talk little, about that little girl? Is a throwback to the '80s when child actors were. It was basically when Steven Spielberg was getting his hands on child actors. But mm. she's just one of those. That you sounded could creepy, but yes, I knew what you meant. I, I don't know if you watch Quentin Tarantino movies. Never but seen in, one. Once upon a time in Hollywood, there's a scene where Leo DiCaprio is playing a middle-aged Western star who's on set, you know, on a like Hollywood Western set, and he's re- reading a dime novel, you know, in between takes. And there's a little girl, stu- the little girl actress who's like poised, like she's like a thirty or she's like, oh, what are you reading? And like talking to him like a. And that's just what I think of that actress who plays Leia. I think of her, the, like, this girl's, like, been like, bring me all of Carrie Fisher's, <laughs> bring me all of Star Wars and all of Carrie Fisher's movies. I'm going to study her, her mannerisms, you know, and, and yeah, she's really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. No, no, you're, I was the one that mentioned it. <laughs> uh, so did, was that all your notes? Yes. As for me, um, I love watching, like, Hauser's slow burn of starting to question things. Like, he kind of started questioning things last week, like, like things are weird. And, like, you could see him, like, starting to, like, question, like, why Rampart's treating Sham a certain way. And he's definitely reached his moment where he's like, are we the baddies? <laughs> like, he's reached his are we the baddies moment yeah. really fast. Um, and I like because like it's definitely not what he signed up for like especially his conversation when he's just like sir if we keep rounding like you don't understand sir half the planet loves Sham Sindula and Rampart's like then arrest half the planet I don't care yeah 
like he doesn't fucking care and i i love this idea that like a part of like one of the themes of the bad batch is regular clones like hauser breaking away from the empire so therefore they are defective like the bad batch because they're not following orders um and so i just i really enjoy hauser's journey and i'll, I'll get more to that in act three when he has his big speech but um it's, it's just really nice watching his like realization of oh my god we're the baddies <laughs> we're the baddies um you always say this and it happened again people ignoring droids if one of the troopers just grabbed Chopper in the very first act, they would have figured out where Hera is. But no, everyone's yep. ignoring Chopper because he's the droid that lives in the house. <laughs> you always say it. Yep. Um, thematically, I do like the scene about Omega fixing Gonki and like trying to fix Gonki because like he's just like the rest of them. He's defective just like the rest of them. He's, he's not a misfit quite toy. right. Yeah. Um. So it's it's just it's, thematically it's nice and I'm one of the things I'm excited about is seeing like the expanded cast because we know from the season one finale that they also got AZ because they rescue AZ from Camino and now he's with the Bad Batch too. So I like that I can't wait to see like how big this cast gets when you have like the five of them plus Gonki plus AZ like it's just it's just setting up for like a really fun season two. Um. I do wish, though, because I joked about it in my recap. All season long, Echo's entire deal is to get Hunter to stop waffling and actually go out and be a fucking soldier and help people. And all it took was one thing from Omega just being like, uh, soldiers help people. And like Hunter's like, all right, let's go to Ryloth. And I kind of uh. wish like, we got a shot of Echo just being like, dude, I've been fucking telling you this for like... 11 episodes now. <laughs> yeah, but he's a sucker for the kids, so what are you going to do? He is, but, like, I just, I would have just, like, I loved, like, a little smirk of, like, uh, or just, uh, or even just Echo just being, like, yeah, Omega. <laughs> like, he, like, there is a, a missed moment of Echo sass right there, like, because that's been his jam all season, and I just wish there was a little dab of just being, of Omega being, like, we're soldiers, we help people, and Omega and Echo being, like, yeah, Hunter. <laughs> like that, I would have died laughing and just been like, yes. That's, that was probably the one thing that was missing from my episode was that little moment of Echo's uh, sass. Uh, I, I was looking at Hera's base where she's all set up and she was like talking about how it was her dad's old outpost. And it actually really reminded me a lot of Rebel season four. Yeah, welcome it, to the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, because like, in Rebel Season 4, they had to, like, live in the hills of Ryloth, not Ryloth, of Lothal, and they were, like, hiding out in the mountains and, like, those dugout caves and stuff like that. So it really just gave the episode, like, a big Rebels feel, and I really liked that. Other than, you know, the obvious about being a herring chopper. <laughs> um, something that was in the scene with Rampart, and I need to go back to the last episode just to double-check it. But I feel like when Rampart is giving his speech and, like, they're spying on him as he's giving his speech, it feels more smoky and or and foggy. And maybe that's just me, but it feels like now that the Imperial refinery is open, Ryloth is already a little bit extra polluted. And it's very minor. Like, it's not very noticeable. And I probably wouldn't have noticed it if I wasn't looking, like, like combing through this episode. But if if it is more smoky, that's a nice little detail to show that already the Empire is starting to leave their mark. 
Yep. Black lung for everybody. <laughs> they pull a Zoolander and they're like, I got the black lung pop. <laughs> 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 um, and my last note. Um, it just kind of like builds on what we've been saying, like about the last episode and the episode on Raxus. Tech flat out mentions, hey, the troops here are like the troops on Raxus because this is a military occupation. So we're still seeing how the Empire treats its old enemies and allies exactly the same. They're not here to help people. They are here to subject people. And like, Yeah, no. They got not, the power now sub- and they're subjugate. doing what they want. Yeah. And so I, I like seeing that they're getting like more... Because the Bad Batch wasn't in most of the last episode, so we as the fans could see it. But now them as characters are seeing it too, because they were on Raxus and they were like, oh, the, the Empire's coming down on them because they're the enemies. But now the Bad Batch are as characters are, because even Echo has that moment where he was like, why are they doing this to Ryloth? They were allies. Like, And you, ha- you see Echo have that com- kind of confusion of that. So like them as characters are starting to realize it doesn't matter if they were separatist or if they were allies, they're going to be taken out by the Empire. And so it's good for our characters to finally see that as well. So I, I did like that moment, even though we as the audience have already been here for an episode, it's good to get the characters up to speed too. It really builds on the themes of, uh, what was the episode, Common Ground on, on Raxus? Is that the name of that episode? I don't yeah, remember. I think so. Uh, I think it was. All I know is I posted it late, like four days late on our Twitter because I forgot. I was sick. Whatever. I'm a good podcaster, and I wonder why people don't have me on their show. (laughs) (laughs) But that's all I have for Act 1. Did you have anything else? I do not. I'm ready for Act 2. Me too, man. Oh, now you are. Yep, yep. I got my seltzer water, though they still haven't brought back my Fizz & Co. Beautiful root beer seltzer water yet, and I'm very, very upset they've been discontinued, and I write Kroger every time I go to the store and I fill out the little feedback survey because I want you should my also seltzer. you should also be like you should call it beautiful root beer seltzer water too it'll <laughs> sell more yeah I always tell them how many cases I buy buy between me and my stepmom so I'm hoping that they'd be like oh money and I was actually looking on Twitter and Google about it and like a lot of people are like where is this we love this so I'm hoping enough of us bitch <laughs> Well, somewhere there's probably a plant where they make it and Kroger just hires that plant to make it and they probably make root beer seltzer water for somebody else. So you could you could probably do like a a Google search, find somewhere like in desperation if you have to and order up some root beer seltzer water. There's got to be somewhere else. No, but apparently that's not because everyone's like I've checked like Walmart and Target and like other other stores and like they're yeah, the only no, person you... that sells this very specific one. So I need my root beer seltzer water because I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> Anybody's hoarding any root beer Kroger root beer seltzer water out there? Stop being a sting and send some to Hope. Specifically, it's called Fizz and Co. And also the Doctor <laughs> flavor. We love the root beer and the Doctor flavor. We will take either. So, a little bit of a uh, doctor in there. Does the doctor flavor have a caffeine in it? No. No, then, yeah. Mm. Not, not for me. Anyway, you ready for Act 2? I'm ready. Act 2. <laughs> Hold on, I have a little tickle in my throat. <clears> throat> 
<laughs> Sorry, I inhaled and it didn't go well. All right, much better. All right, tickle is out of throat. Okay. Act two. So all of our heroes go back to Hera's base and she's all like, so are we going to go do the thing? And Hunter's like, no. And so Hera's like, what, what do you mean no? I'll, I'll pay you. I'll, I'll pay you double. I'll pay you whatever money that my parents have. I have no idea how much you cost or what you're, what you're worth or anything. I just really want my parents back. I'm a teenage girl. And Tech is like, look, we're all over Imperial comms. We've lost the element of surprise. Like, this is just not a good deal. And Hunter's like, yeah, there's literally nothing we can do to help you. And Hera begs Hunter. And she's just like, I can't believe... I will give you... Well, I will give you my parents' house. <laughs> can that be a thing? I just want my parents back. And as they're walking away, it's baby girl Omega who turns to her brother and she chews out Hunter and she's like I cannot believe you're saying this to her why are you doing this this is not okay and Hunter's like this is a bad deal Omega we don't even know her and she dead ass looks him in the eye and goes Hunter if I was in her position I would do the same for you and she walks out on him because baby girl is the best so Mega goes over to Hera and she tries to comfort her and she's like, don't worry, my, hun my, my brother Hunter is just kind of a dork, but he has a heart of gold, he'll come around. And Hera's like, how can you trust them, you know? And it's like almost a conversation of like, they're clones, how can you trust them? But they don't go fully there and I kind of wish they did. And Omega's like, well, they're my brothers, of course I trust them. And listeners... It was this moment right here that I completely remember Hera had a brother who died when he was young because she looks at Omega and she goes, they're your brothers. You're so lucky. And then I cried because you know that she's talking about her baby brother who died and I was a mess because I totally remember this. And the whole time she was just like, you're lucky that they're your brothers because I don't have my brother anymore. And then I was sad. Anyway. Omega's like, look, they have hearts of gold. They're just kind of dumb, and you just need to have a plan to convince them. If we have a really good plan, and you're the key, because you know the planet better than we do. And Hera's like, yeah, yeah, I do know the planet better than they do. Let's make a plan, teenage girls. Back with the evil guys. Uh, Hauser is trying to use logic, and he's like, sir... You know how you wanted me to arrest half the planet? Well, that's just not logistical. We don't have the space or the manpower. And Rampart's like, then kill them! And Hauser's like, so let's table that discussion. Because this isn't going where I thought it was going to go. I'm not going to kill them. And they walk into the office and Crosshair's like lounging on like board parts desk. And he's just like, hey, asshat. The Bad Batch is here on Ryloth, and he, like, casually, like, throws a data pad at him. And Rampart, like, misses the catch and, like, picks it up off the floor. And Rampart looks at it, and he's just like, oh, the Bad Batch. I'm too not evil for that. Not evil? <laughs> not evil. That's actually a good word. It's when you're naive and evil, but you're naive. I love it. I like that. I know. I never. Naive. And Rampart's like, I'm too evil to care. And Crosshair's like, no, no, you, you don't understand. It's the Bad Batch. 
And Rampart's like, and we have a planet for... Excuse me, we have a planet full of so I sneezed on my microphone. We have a planet full of soldiers, and I don't care about your four little bandmates. Don't are you are you sad the band broke up, Crosshair? Are you sad? Do you wanna going to cry now? And Crosshair's like, no, I'm just what what is wrong with you? I'm just trying to do my job. Like, I'll tell you what, like, let me go find Hera, and then that will make this job so much easier. No, sorry, Hope is wrong. Hope misread the thing. Ignore everything that Hope just said. Rampart is like, Crosshair, you haven't even found Hera yet. Why should I listen to you? And if you don't find her, then I will put someone else like Hauser on it. And the two clones kind of like look at each other. And like, Hauser's just like, yeah, I would totally love to go find Hera. That'd be great. And Crosshair's like, no, it's my job. And Rampart's like, yes, fight for my amusement. Woo-hoo-hoo. And Crosshair, like, sneers at Hauser as he goes out, and Hauser's like, What the fuck did I do? I don't know what's happening! So then, the hottest part of the episode happens, you guys. Hauser walks down to the holding cell, and inside of it, Daddy Sham and Mama Alini are holding each other. Like, they are in, like, full embrace and, like, nuzzling, and they're like, like, they are, like, you know, comforting each other. You know, they just have the best sex. And, of course, like, in the background, Gobi is in there, too. So, like, Gobi is absolutely their cuck. It's fine. And he's just watching them, and it's great. And Hauser shows up, and he's like, Daddy Sham, listen to me. Mommy Alina, I need to know where Hera is. Because if you tell me where Hera is, I can actually protect her. And Sham looks at him, and he's like, why should I trust you? you've betrayed us like you threw us under the bus you were part of disarming our people and and like lying to us and you set us up like we have no reason to trust you and daddy sham walks up those steps and he's just like you can go now hauser we're not trusting you you turned your back on ryloth and Hauser's like, I just want to do my job! I miss the Republic! <laughs> Why does everyone suck now? <gasps> ah! And Hauser like, pulls it all together and just like slinks off. And he's just like, I just want to do my job. I miss my old days where fighting battle droids was evil. It was easy and it was fine. Anyway, so as how Hauser has a sad mental breakdown. Um, Act 2 ends with Hera and Omega, and they've figured out a plan, and they're like, alright guys, here's our PowerPoint. And Tech is like, oh, a PowerPoint! Yay! And they're like, here's the refinery nearby. Uh, we're gonna attack it while Hunter and Echo go get my parents. And a big note about this plan, though, is Omega is teamed up with Hera. And they get to go off on their own. No other Bad Batch people, even though Wrecker and Tech are technically nearby. But baby's growing up real fast because Omega's getting to go out all by herself with her friend. Yeah! Go, girl! Into Act 2. Wow, I have way more notes in Act 2 than I thought. <laughs> Where, what are all these notes? Yeah, it, was, it seemed pretty pretty normal. Oh, oh notes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was, I, I, don't, was like, I don't what have did an I awful write lot. here? Um, so people were definitely, this is my shipping question, is they were definitely shipping Crosshairs and Hauser, weren't they? Like, big time, because they hated each other so much, and they were like, 
that had to have been a thing, right? Because it, 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 I was watching it. I'm like, this episode's almost, maybe it was just because you were so thirsty last time and I, that, I had that in my, but I'm just like, seems like they're almost trying to like fuel this up a little bit, you know? You know, I don't know if I ever saw Hauser and Crosshair cross, cross my dash. Cross Hauser? Yeah, I don't think I ever, not as a ship, but, but I, cause I definitely saw a lot of like Crosshair, no, I definitely saw a lot of Hauser and, um, Hauser and Sham and Hauser and Alini and like them as a, like a throup, as a thruple, but I don't. No, if I, I I don't know if I ever saw the house or crosshair to be really honest. Though he could have just been one of those things that didn't cross my dash. They're like I'm I'm now like yeah. looking works. Uh tab, uh fandoms. I, now I'm like looking it up on AO3. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that we got a little a little bit of murder droid here. I love like when Chopper fries that other droid. I like how he just like shoves it aside. It's like I have that too. Like mirror droids starting to come out. My only other note is uh and and I don't know if I've asked this before, but like every time I see um um why can't I remember his name? We were just talking about him with the screwdriver for the hand. Echo. Echo. Every time I see Echo I think Shouldn't we be seeing lots of clones that look like him? Really, realistically? You know, I mean, maybe the back to tank is really good, but shouldn't we see, like, some, you know, I mean, like, clones? I mean, nobody's, they obviously can't grow back limbs and stuff. So shouldn't we see more clones with, like, mechanical legs and, like, you know, and and you would think since they were, you know, if if you're going to give, you would give them augmented, you know, fancy stuff so they could you know fight even better but you i would literally just have a see- note that says uh pet that bacta moves at the speed of plot yeah yeah but like yeah but everybody who's ever got a limb hacked off it and that's like that's the most common thing in wars is losing limbs and you'd think there'd just be more clones that look like look like echo that's all i got for act two Okay, there are 136 um, tags for Hauser, Hauser, and Crosshair. I've been looking it up the whole okay. time just to see if there's any like it. It just there's... seemed like a natural to me, you know. I don't know. I'm not an expert on that sort of thing, but that just seemed like an obvious. Like pick, pick the pick. You know, people seem to like to for that the 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 friction in it is like pick people who are at in opposition to each other but have something in common that they can bond over or whatever while they make out so that's what i was thinking oh my god there are sham hauser fix i know what i'm doing tonight after <laughs> we record there's thruple fix with a leanie too mm, thruples I love you, good thruple, uh, a good OT three. Okay, I got, I gotta get off this. I hope you know I didn't hear like any of your notes. <laughs> That's okay. Love That's respect. okay. Hope they're, 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 they're fine. You it's asked fine. me. I was looking it up. <laughs> you asked me. I know. I know. Oh. I do these things on purpose. I'm gonna put this off to the side for later. <laughs> anyway, was that all Book your notes? Mark.
Oh, yeah. By the way, you guys should check out Bookmarked and Busy, the new podcast from the Geeky Waffle. I'm going to be on it in a few weeks, mm. and it's all about fanfiction. Yeah, and it's all about fanfiction, and I'm really enjoying it, and it's a really interesting podcast, and I highly suggest checking it out. Anyway, also, love you, Ren. And, you know, uh, was that all your notes? Same bookmark, either. That was, that was good. You just leapt on that. Good work. Thank you. Thank you. I'm hustling. Oh, was that all your notes? Yeah. Yeah. Getting that grind, Hope. You're grinding. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so into like all your notes. All your notes were super interesting and I was really into them and they were very fascinating. Fascinating. I I heard every single one of them. Fascinating. Please continue. We we had a a kid that we worked with. was i mean he had asperger's so he he didn't pick up cues all the time but like if he got into like talking to something (laughs) this one cook would just keep going fascinating please continue fascinating please continue tell him about whatever anime show he was watching at that time it was yeah they were good friends it was it was wholesome yeah sometimes they just want someone to listen to them so um, what is this note referring? Oh, I know what this note is referring to. Okay, my very first note, I was like, "What is this referring to?" So, um, as for me, I really like the opening scene of Act Two because they get back to her to Hera's base, and Hunter's like, "No, we can't do this," and like Hera's like flat out says, "Like, I'm really confused about what's happening. Like, why is the Empire doing this? We were their allies." And she says something, like, very specific. She says she doesn't care about, like, any of the politics or the military stuff. She just wants her parents back. And I really love this writing for Hera. It would be so... Well, that's what any kid would do. Exactly. That's exactly how any kid would think, you know? Exactly. Because it would be so easy to write Hera as this, like, rebel, badass leader because that's who she becomes. But she's a child here. She's a teenager. And she's scared. And she's with people she's only known for about 15 minutes. And, like, it's this is a really good take on her. Like, that she just doesn't give a fuck about any of this. She just wants her mom and dad. And it's very relatable. And I really like that writing for her. That they chose not to make her a badass of just being like, All right, I'll go in guns blazing. Come on, chop. No, she's a scared kid. And she doesn't understand why it's happening. And I really like that for her. It's a really strong choice. Um, I wrote Yas Omega being the heart of the episode. <laughs> Big letters. Uh, I like that she cheers out Hunter. Like, you know, Hunter kind of needed that. And, and, and I think that's the thing. Like, Hunter has been kind of, like, going back and forth all season. And I like that it's Omega just being, like, the one of, like, we're the soldiers, and I would do the same as Hera if you were captured, because that's what happens. Hunter gets captured, and the Bad Batch have to go rescue him at the end of the season. Like, that's part of the plot. But, like, it's it's kind of a reality check for Hunter that, of all people, because, like, he's used to, like, Tech and Wrecker and, and Echo and all them, but Omega's still new, and, like, the newbie is just like, Hunter, you're being dumb. We're not doing what we're supposed to do, which is helping people. And you're being kind of a dick. And if you were captured, I'd go do. I'd go get them. Get you too. And I, and I like that. I, I think it's a really cool, uh, a nice little moment for Omega to really snap Hunter out of like where he's been. 
Um, this is where this is my back to tanks move at the speed of plot note because for getting his face blown off by a fucking ship turbine, Crosshair looks pretty good. Crosshair's just yeah, he's just living he's his best sc- life. So he got, he got some scarring <laughs> on his head. He got some scarring on the side and back of his head, which couldn't. Yeah, no, they they. He was kind of set it up like it was going to be a life changer for him. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And that's my, that's kind of my half issue with it. Cause I, I, I won't go into it cause I talked about it when, during that episode when it happened, but it was just kind of felt like a missed opportunity to do something cool with crosshair. I thought they were setting something up. It seemed like it was all like, yeah, set up for something. And other getting, other than having some like scarring on the back of his head, he's perfectly fine. And, I, I don't know. It just, it just felt like a real, weird choice because it did feel like a major moment where he was at a crossroads and he wasn't. So he's just fine. I don't know. I mean, if we get season two and he's having like PTSD flashbacks, like as he's dreaming or something like that, or if he's like nervous around ships or something, like that's different. That would be great. The thing is, I don't trust these writers to do anything that deep because they have yet to prove in themselves that they can do that in the show. So. I don't think they're going to do it. Tea spilt. <laughs> Happy pride. Tea is spilt. <laughs> um, Remains to be seen. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We don't know. It could come back up later. I just, I don't trust these writers. They haven't proved it with Bad Batch. They've proved it with Resistance. They proved it with Clone Wars and Rebels, but they have not proved it with Bad Batch, so I don't trust them. It's fine. Um... Rampart pitting clones against each other for his amusement. Amuse me, clones. Amuse me. No, uh, hey, Brian Weber, if you're listening, all I could think of was the Muzu meme from Breath of the Wild in Game Grumps when he's like, our amusement. Brian knows what I'm talking about. He thinks it's fun. Anyway, next <laughs> When Hope makes specific notes for one person <laughs> and, no, <laughs> and no one else. Google, everyone, go to YouTube. Uh, Google Game Grumps Anime uh, Animated and look up Breath of the Wild and look for the fish people one. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway. There you go. Um, and I, I, I talked about this in my recap, but like it really did kind of hit me when Hera was talking about how she, how Omega is lucky to have her brothers, because I completely forgot that Hera had a little brother that died. Like it was, it was never a big plot point of season four of Rebels, but it was definitely brought up, and it was one of those things that Thrawn was like, "You had a brother. Be sad." Sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. But it. God, for one, it would have been interesting, like, if we saw a photo of her brother at some point in this arc, or or something like that, like, in the background. Um, but I, I just thought that was a very nice moment where, you know, Hera's really upset, and she's like, why do you trust those, them? And Amelia's like, they're my brothers. And you can see, like, the complete shift on Hera, and, like, her head drops and her eyes close. I, I put it on our Twitter, um, if you want to see the, the, the shot. But she closes her eyes and she lowers her head and she just goes, you're lucky. And it's such a like a really good moment to kind of like shift Hera out of her anger. Um, so, you know, he, he does finally get to to um, zap people and like go a little ham at the end of it. 
But what I think, what I find a little interesting about Chopper up to this point, including the last episode, he's kind of a babysitter, which is interesting because he's not being his full murder bot self. He does get some some murdering in later, but up to this point of the episode, he's he's actually like giving Hera a lecture like, at one point. Like he's like bitching her out, and she's like, "I don't need a lecture, Chopper." Um, well, and I, well and I think droids really... are utility, you know, they, 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 they get a job and they do it. So like Chopper's job leaned more in towards murder, I guess, as time went on. <laughs> and, well, that's, that's the interesting thing is because the last thing Hera's mother says to her last episode is Chopper, get her to safety and take care of her. Yeah. And that's exactly what he's that's been doing. That's probably his first priority whenever he's around when whenever he's around Hera anyway. So like yeah. Yeah. And murder so, murder and takes a the second position after that. And we actually see that a lot in Rebels. Like he's a dick to everybody else but Hera. She's the only person he's not a dick to. And and so it's it's kind of a nice like um uh, uh what's the word? That's the word when two things are jiving. Uh, what's the word? Continuity or not continuity, uh, like it's not synergy. Resonance, synergy, synergy, resonance. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's just really nice between like age words. Yeah, it's just really nice between like the two different medias to see that that consistency with with Chopper's character. But I I really liked it here. Like he was, I don't want to say he was a muted form of himself, but seeing him not with other like the rest of the Ghost Crew, who he's addicted to, and he's just with Hera, is showing us a different side of Chopper. Um, <laughs> Hauser is really sexy in this episode. I wrote. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Really, you think that? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Fascinating. Oh, oh Please no, continue. I... <laughs> <laughs> wow, he had some scarring on his face. I never noticed like the scar going wow. up his face. Actually, no, like it's uh, it's it's actually like a a really cool like little detail texture. I didn't notice it I, last I, time. I, I I heard he and Crosshairs like to chew on each other's scars like a cat will when they're like. Ew. Ew. <laughs> On Am I cross... doing it right? Am I doing it right? He's chewing on Crosshair's <laughs> toothpick. I'm going to write some shipping shipping stories. Because if Crosshair chews on the toothpick and then Hauser puts the toothpick in his mouth, they're indirectly kissing. Is that a toothpick in your mouth? Or are you just glad to see me, he said. I'm swapping my saliva with you. With... A bead of sweat dribbling down his scar. So after we recorded our last episode, so I was like, I know I've seen this like plus 18 artwork of Hauser, Sham, and Alini. And I was like, I went <laughs> hunting for it. And I was like, found uh, it. Hunting. So good. I, I won't say what account it is because it's a locked private account. Um, and I, I don't want to do that to the, the, the artists. I want to respect their boundaries. But Hope I, Porn hunter. <laughs> no, but I definitely like um went out and I found it and it's really great and um I was happy and I went out of my way and I got it and it was fantastic. So thank you artist. I love you so much. Um but yeah, I had to I had to go out and find it again cuz I was just like I I had to look at this really hotness that I love and I love this artist so much and they're very right, popular. Keep, keep your eyes on the prize. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's a, they were really popular artists. This is their private plus eighteen account, which is why I'm not saying the name. Um, but yeah, it was really great. It was it was a good like like fifteen minutes of just like staring at the artwork and just being like yes. And then I was like, oh, I forgot you did a second. Yes, <laughs> yes. Anyway, focus. Because I actually do have a serious note here. <laughs> um, more about Hauser and getting him to the point of Act Three where he's getting him his big speech. I think he definitely sees the damage that's being done when he's face-to-face with the Sindulas because he respects the Sindulas. He's been fighting with Sham and Alini for years. His loyalty is to them. Like, he has their best intentions at heart. He wanted to free their planet because they were his friends. And when he is face-to-face with them and they are glaring him down because he's on the side that betrayed them... Like, I think that was the point where Hauser just went, I'm in the wrong. And he even says it. He even says, I was, he says in Act 3, he was like, Sham, I was wrong. Like, I was wrong. I'm sorry. And that's why I'm sacrificing myself for you. And your family, please get your family to safety. And I like that moment where he's talking to them. Because Sham and Alini have every right to feel betrayed. They have every right to, like, not trust the clones. or Not anyone. trust anybody at that point. Yeah. Yeah, other than their own people. Because, so, like, when Hauser shows up, he's like, let me find your daughter. Of course they're going to be like, no! Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you so much! And it's, like, really good writing. Because Hauser's intentions are really good. But he's on the baddie's side. And, like, Sham and Alini are really good people, but they're in the opposites of the baddie side. So it just, it's really good writing for really good drama because it's two good guy characters, but one just happens to be on the wrong side of the line. And so it makes really good drama. And I just, I really like the scene of Hauser talking with Sham and Alini in the gel and in, in the, in the, in the cell, because it, it was probably my favorite scene, not just because it's hot as fuck, but like, because it's actually really good writing. Okay. I believe you when you say that. Yeah, yeah. Now I need to go back and find that artwork again. Anyway. I believe that you believe that. Um, and... Uh, oh, and my last note is, um, even though Wrecker and Tech are going to be nearby as backup, it is really nice to see Hunter give Omega some more responsibility because she's with Hera. They're doing their part of the plan. And before, like, earlier in the season, like, she, he was, like, kind of, like, kid-gloving her, like, putting, like, like her in bubble wrap and stuff like that. But no, she gets her entire own chunk of the plan that her and Hera are in charge of, and if they don't do it, the plan fails. So it's just really cool to see, like, Hunter's growth in trusting Omega and giving her more responsibility. Like, it's, it's been a very nice progression over the course of the season. Where did I put this hot art of Hauser and Sham? <laughs> I messaged it to myself, and now I can't find it again. If you put it in your butt, you'd know. I know. I need to actually just save it in my folder. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a better place to save it. So I can just... <laughs> so I can just find it again. Ugh. I have to go look through people and go looking for it. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, that's all I have for Act 2. Did you have anything else? No, I'm just thinking of all my, like, dad sayings for when somebody's looking for it. If it was a snake, it would have bit you. I actually said that in front of my nephew 
when I was down in Florida, and he just turns to me and goes, Hope, you sound like Nina, who is my mom. Yep. Who is my mom? And I had that moment of just being like, Oh my God, (laughs) I sound like my mother. It has begun. No, no. Like, I got told by my nephew. And hope you sound like Nina. <laughs> I don't want to sound like my mother. I mean, I love my mother to the world of moon to the moon and back, but I don't want to talk like her. All right. Anyway, you ready for Act Three? Yes, I am. It's too late. Too late for you. Mm, I know. I know. I'm old. It's fine. And I don't understand the TikToks. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Act three. We're old. Let's let's get yep. the old puppy. <laughs> Come here, old puppy. Let's, let's give you some time. wrap that old puppy up in no, muppy no. wrap. He's had a he. You get a little let him run around a little bit and have some Very fun. Dusty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> act three. The plan begins. Chopper goes out first and he's all like hey other droids we're going to work right and the other droids are like ones and zeros friend and chopper's like you guys suck and he like sneaks around a corner and like hops back in line so like nobody sees him comes in and he like his whole job is shutting down the cannons that's what he has to do because if he doesn't shut down the cannons then wrecker and tech can't do their shit so he comes up behind another droid and he's just like Hey, buddy. And he murder droids him. Chopper's back and murder droids him. And the droid's like, ow, I just wanted to get my minimum wage of $2 an hour because I'm a droid and we don't have rights. It's fine. Um, so Chopper, like, starts trying to shut down the cannons. He's like, wait, it's not working. And Hera's like, what? what do you mean it's not working? You said you could do it. And Chopper's like, I'm not in my rebel's form. I don't know how to do any of this yet. Give me, like, 15 years. I'll be good at it then. But, oh, no. Stormtroopers come, and he gets caught. And the girls are just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. We need a backup plan. Do you have a backup plan? And Hera's like, I don't have a backup plan. I want my parents. And Omega's like, okay, okay. What's our options? Hey, didn't you say you're a pilot? And Hera's like, yeah. Oh my gosh, let's do it. And Helmika's like, really? We're gonna do it? And she's like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And they're like, eee! So our girls go down to the base, and like besties and BFFs, they steal a fucking ship. And they get on the ship, and they turn it on, and it's like, so great, because Harrow Future Space Mops and Dua, future rebel fighter, future lover of a Jedi, future first person to ever fly a B-Wing sucks at making the ship go and causes havoc as she like barrel rolls into other ships and finally finally she's like freaking out and Omega's like I thought you said you could fly and Hera's like sort of sort of I don't know how to take off and land because Uncle Gobi never taught me but for like five seconds it's chaos and then Hera Hera's a natural, and she starts getting the hang of things. And baby girls get the hang of it, and they start blowing shit up. And they go over, and they pick up Chopper, and Chopper's like, Hey, what's up? Let's do this. And they start blowing shit up. More shit. All the shit. All the cannons. 
And as the ladies move out of the way, Tech and Wrecker come in to continue the blowing up party. And now, listeners, we get to see one of my favorite versions of Tech, which is Bat Out of Hell Flying Like a Madman Tech. We don't get to see it very often, but Tech has these moments of just being like, fuck all y'all, in reverse, flies like a crazy person, and really good at it, and I love it. And they start blowing up the refinery, and Rampart gets a thing, a message, and he's all angry because his his refinery's gaining, getting blown up. And Rampart's like, Hauser, you're in charge of the capital, and he storms all out of there because he's mad. And Hauser is just like, oh, it's time for a fuckery. Shout out to friends of our, our, our flag means death. Our flag means death got renewed, guys. It's time for more fuckeries. It's fine. Um, so as this is all happening, Hunter and Echo sneak into the Sham Sindula house. And they finally get down there and they find the Sindulas and Gobi. And Gobi's just like, hey, it's the guys that I hired. And, and Hunter's like, well, your daughter hired us this time. And Sham and Alini are like, oh my god, Hera hired you? Is she okay? Is she safe? Is she is she alright? And Hunter's like, yeah, your daughter's fine. She's currently blowing up the refinery with a ship that she stole with my kid. She's doing great. Don't worry. My kid is fantastic. We're training her to be a mercenary. By the way, I only have eight weeks of child parenting experience, but you know what? I think I'm doing great. And Alini is like, we gotta find our child. I don't like this man. <laughs> but oh no. As all this is happening and things are blowing up and Hunter is like getting the Shantzindulas out of there. Crosshair is onto them. He stops and he looks back at the house. And he's like, wait a second. There's a fuckery happening. And Hauser's like, that's my line. And Crosshair is like, no, no, they're inside. We gotta move our troops. We all, guys, get off the ship. We gotta do our shit. Get, get off, get your butt, get off the ship. And the crosshair sets up all his people like dominoes. And apparently, there are no other doors in the Sindula house. Apparently, except for this one door. And crosshair is like, they're gonna come out of this one door, and we're gonna shoot whoever comes out first. It's gonna be great. But then. As our heroes are running towards the apparent one door of this house, Hauser jumps out of the shadows and he's just like, Sham, stop! And they're all like, what are you doing here, Hauser? And Hauser's like, bro, we're both beautiful men and I need you to listen to me on account of our beauty. Uh, there are lesser hot guys out there and they will pull you into their trap. And I know you don't want to be a lesser hot guy. So you gotta go out another way, bro. I'm sorry. I was wrong. And I'm gonna do everything I can to protect you. And Sindula and Sham is just like, Bro, you're gonna go out and be less hot for me? And he's like, yeah, bro. I'm gonna go out and be less hot for you. And Alina's like, so we should go, right? And Sham's like, we're having a moment. We're having a moment. And he like takes his hands. He's like, Hauser, we'll come back for you. I promise. Because me and Alini, we need you. You're part of our thruple. And Hauser's like, I'm in the thruple now? Thanks, guys. I always wanted to be part of an OT3. And, like, Sham, like, touches his face. And Alini, like, strokes his hair. And they're like, we love you. We'll be back. And, and Hauser's like, all right. 
but I have to go get my men because they're good men. And so Hunter Hunter gets the Sindulas and they have one last tearful goodbye with Hauser. And Hunter looks back at Hauser for a moment, realizing that maybe, just maybe, he was wrong about the regs. But they're actually really cool and they can be saved. And they all are also just a little bit gay. It's fine. We love them for it. And so Hunter takes the Sindulas and gets out of there. So Hauser takes a big deep breath and he's like, all right. Let's go get less hot. And he walks out there, and everyone, like, lowers their weapons, because they're like, hey, Crosshair, we thought you said it was the Sindulas that would come out. And Crosshair's like, yeah, yeah, let's see what happens here. And Hauser comes out, and he's like, brothers, countrymen, why are we still fighting? Did we not say we would free... I can hear my cat meowing outside. (laughs) Sorry, she distracted me. Uh, did we not say we would free Ryloth? Have we not? Why are we still here? Shouldn't we be celebrating our victory and letting these people rule themselves? What we are doing here are, is wrong. We are subjugating the good people that we used to protect. And for what? An empire that only pays us minimum wage? Nay, we are not 725 people, which is the minimum wage of Georgia. We are at least $15 an hour clones. With they weren't even getting that. They were getting $5 and one cent. That's With why they called them the 501st. We deserve dental and vision. My brothers, lay down your weapons and you too can be hot again like me. And a few of the clones are just like, yeah, yeah, we we want dental and vision. And they lay down their weapons and they join Hauser. Crosshair just watches and he's just like, get a load of this fucking guy. Just just arrest them. Just arrest them. What the fuck? Get, get a load. I, I get dental and vision and I get $8 an hour. We never got that in the bad batch, but this was the better choice. So as Hauser is getting arrested, along with his few clones that joined him. What's his butt? Crosshair, I forgot his name for half a second there. Crosshair sees a ship flying away, and he realizes it's Hunter and the Sindulas, and he tries to take a ship, a, a, a shot at them. Tries to take a shit. <laughs> tries to take a shit and shoots at them. And they get away. Flinging his shit at their ship like a monkey. <laughs> ah! And... So, so our heroes do end up, fact, do in fact get away, and they go back to what I think is Old Mantel. It's the planet that we're Sid is on, and they say their goodbyes to the Sindulas. And Tech is just, shows Hera how to scramble a ship signature, which is really cool because that's exactly what the ghost is known for in Rebels. And Alini and Sham are just like, so there's a war starting, and we we need to organize. You should totally join us. And Hunter's like, yeah, I know, but I have a few more episodes of Waffling, but I'll come around soon. Hopefully we'll see you guys in Season 2. And they're both like, yeah, we'll hopefully see you guys in Season 2 as well. And like, and Omega gives Hera a big hug, and they're BFFs, and she's like, call me. And Hera's like, okay. And they're going to be friends, and I, I actually, I'm joking, joking aside, I actually really do hope we see the Sindulas and Hera in Season 2. I think they'd be really good characters to come back, and I, I want Hazard to come back too. Anyway, the episode ends with the baddies, and Rampart is like, Crosshair, I, it seems that I underestimated your four little friends. And Crosshair's like, yeah! 
What did I fucking tell you? I told you, asshat, not to underestimate them. And you know what happened? They blew up your refinery. The four of them. Fucking listen to me next time. And Rampart's like, all right, there won't be a next time because I give you permission to hunt them. Ta-ta! And Crosshair's like, I get to hunt the Bad Batch. Good. Good. The end. Good. Yes. Permission to hunt. Yes. Ah, the hunting. So, <clears throat> what did you think? Uh, I found the, the Twitter. Okay, I found the Twitter. Now I can go look at hot pictures. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I got, I got it. I had to go through my follows. We're almost um, there, Hope. We're almost there. It's already pulled We're up. Almost you can't to stop the end. Me. Look at that penis. Mm, can't stop me. <laughs> what did you think of Act 3? It was good. Uh, there was some nice, like, a nice heroic theme when they had when they were flying the ship around that was just a nice little piece of music. And I like that whole sequence um, because that's just nice. There's lots of foreshadowing to their both of their futures. We, you know, we know Hera's future, but we can assume Omega is probably going to do a lot of battling like that. So it was, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not play up as much. I thought they would play up a little more because remember in the last episode, they let her fly. That was the whole thing that they got her to go along with them on the drop weapons yeah, drop. They They're like, her, you, you can fly if you go with us. But they and wouldn't let her so, take off and land. That was the and only land. thing. So I was so so I thought there would be a little more. I mean, it does reference it in just by she has to take off and land. But like, yeah, I thought there would be like a you know a line or two of just like ah I never t- I've never you know well we got to land it well I've never landed one before so <laughs> here we go. But uh, but. It, it's okay. It was fine that it. I mean, just the fact that I remembered it meant that you didn't really have to bring it up, I guess. And if they brought it up, I would have been like, "We knew that." They didn't have to bring that up. Um. It apparently Crosshair is the only person on on in the Imperial group there that like understands what a distraction is. They're all just like, "What's going on? Why?" Crosshair's a, it's a distraction. You know, I think they've all had enough training that they'd be like, "Where well, it's a distraction, you know. Yeah, but, right. Uh, whatever. But uh, why didn't they stun Hauser? They should have just stunned Hauser when they left so it looked like he was trying to get him, you know? Because I guess he wanted, it, no, because he, he specifically had, says, I want to get through to my men. That's true. That's true. But like, yeah, he could have had an out for a lot of good. It did him. All it did was all it did was show him which clones were are like defective. <laughs> no, no, put put a pin in this. I'm gonna come back to this because I actually I I don't think it's as as much as a failure as we think. I think that's actually like the little stepping stones for for crosshair in the long run. Um, right, and also right. just because like a small handful of clones turn doesn't mean that more won't turn later and hauser has right. now well, planted the idea in all of their heads yeah it, well it, it like actually it's kind of a bad mood for for hauser for the clone's sake because he's just pointing out that the clones could not be blindly obedient to the empire and thus hastening the empire wanting to just like dispose of them probably or you know or not use them but um my only only other note is is chopper notes is, and yeah I I wrote we needed 
Wanted a little more murder, droid. I just want a little more murder. A little more murder. Just a little murder. Just some murder. Just one murder. Come on. Just one murder. Um, but uh, I noticed... He's more murdering per- his old age. <laughs> a little perspective thing is, uh, you know, we used to uh, chopper around like mostly full grown people or, you know, at least an older teen and stuff. But when you have him next to little kids, he looks a little bigger than I always picture him. You know, I always picture him as sort of a smaller version of R2, but now he's a he's a full size droid. He just looks so much bigger when he's next to two kids. It's funny. He's sort of he's almost bigger than them. Yeah, um, that's all I got for for act three. Um. For me, uh, I also had kind of like, a, it was fun just to see Chopper back in like stunning people and shocking people. Gave it that Rebels feel. Um, okay, I have to say, this, I, I can't remember if I said this last time. So if, I, or if I'm repeating it, I'm sorry, but because I can't remember if I said it. I'm so glad we don't see Alini die. <laughs> I'm just glad. I'm tired of watching like moms die and like ladies die in Star Wars. Like I'm tired of it. And, like, we know that she is dead by the time of Rebels. It's something that we know. I don't right, need to see right. it. They I, don't I have to do it. That, that doesn't mean they have to do it in whatever episode they have her in it, you know. Yeah. Like, like, it, it's just like cashing in a story token or something, you know. Yeah, because we, 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 the audience, can put two and two together. Sham is actually pretty okay. And then when we get to Rebels, he's off his fucking rocker. We can put two and two together that his wife was a big part of that. Um, his wife's death. Like, I don't I don't need to see Alini die. I hope if they yeah. bring I hope if they bring her back for season two or three or however long the bad batch goes for, if she does come back, they don't kill her because we don't need to see it. It's it, we we are smart enough to put two and two together and I just I don't wanna see her die on screen. I just don't. I, I don't wanna I, I I don't. It's just not a thing I want, so um, I love Hera and Omega together. <laughs> They're such cute babies. And I like Hera is another character that I would like to come back, even if it's just like a cameo. Like maybe there's a season, like an episode opens in season two, and like Hera and Omega are just like talking on comms together. And Hunter's like, Omega, we gotta start the mission. And they're like, okay, bye. Like just to show that they still have a friendship because she needs people her own age. Um, and like that's not thinking it's her brothers, but like it's nice for her to have people her own age for her to talk with and communicate with. Um, and it's also nice to see Omega like pushing Hera to be a pilot, you know? Like it's it's really nice. I, I really like we, that little friendship. I, I think I think like this is foreshadowing of them being together again when they're older, when they're like I could see that. Adult, you know, adults and and that that will that will be how it pays off. Yeah, I, I could have. Sorry, I that's was what muted. I think. That's what I think they're going with it. And then um, it reminded me. So, so when Hera first starts off, uh, starts up the ship, and it starts taking off, and then it just like barrel rolls into a bunch of other ships, and it starts spinning out and like scaring people. It reminded me of the Umbar arc of Clone Wars when Heavy and Je- when not Heavy when Fives and Jesse still the Umbaran ships during the Pong Krell and all that stuff. And they're trying to yeah. sneak behind Pong Krell's like back and they're just like crashing it into walls. And there's even one shot of them flying away. They're not even flying straight. They're just kind of rolling through the sky towards the horizon. Yeah. 
Like, that's what it reminded me of. And I love that little call. Like, if that was a purposeful They were like those ships, they had, like, virtual controls on them. So they were like, okay, I guess we just stick our hands in here. And so they were like, so it was very, like, you know, um, the the ships were making very natural motions. Unnatural Uh for a ship flying, but natural for somebody wiggling their hand around in there going, wait a minute, okay. Yeah, and, like, (laughs) you have that moment, I think it was, I think it was Fives when Jesse's like flying it for the first time and he's just crashing it around the hangar and Fives is just like, oh, geez, I can't hear you down here in the hangar. We're having a bad connection, General Krell. We'll get back to you when we get the communication fit. Like he pulls a Han Solo, essentially. Yeah. Just like, oh, boring conversation. Well, I like this one had the the obligatory scene of all the people just scattering in front of the ship, just like, Wah! like Godzilla when she's yeah, taken yeah. off. Yeah, it was so good. I, I love that little scene, so. Um, and I know I mentioned it in the recap, but it's one of my, like, minor things about tech that I love. Tech is so put together. He's, like, so no-nonsense. And then he has this side of him where he flies like a fucking demon. <laughs> and he just flies like a fucking crazy person. And it's just the side of him. Because even Wrecker's just like, oh god! Like, he like, grabs like the handle like, ah! Um, and I, I just, I love that. Because he's always sit, like the, the put-together one. And then you get him in a ship and he's just like flying backwards and shooting stuff as he's like drifting, like Tokyo drifting through the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. That's like one of my favorite things. So. Alright. And my last note is the one that I wanted to put a pen in. Um, and I, I kind of already started touching on this, but it's Hauser's speech. Um, he's now officially a bad batch member. Like that was Hunter's look, looking back at him, realizing like, okay, the regs aren't all bad. Some of the regs are good. We already knew that Rex was good, but we saw that like, cause one thing is different when Rex shows up to them and it's just like, I took my chip out, so I'm safe. But it's another thing when he sees a clone that should have had his chip go off, become good. Because now how now Hunter can't write off every reg because he sees that there's a different in Hauser. And I think that is a little sneak peek of what a good chunk of season two is going to be about. If you have well, you could this- also there's 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 two more possible fates for Hauser and those guys, which is the Empire takes him out and drops him off into space, you know, kill kills him, or they somehow manage to like make their way out and if they make their way out they're going to come looking for the bad batch so that might be a plot element that's coming up either one of them could be because we've seen how dark this or and we're yet we're also to see this show can get dark in places so it it could be like it might be the end of the hauser's allies and maybe hauser will get out but it could be a dark ending or it could be a more allies, more clones, ah, or, that's... Or, or they j- could just escape, and that's who we saw in Obi. You know, one of them in Obi Wan. <laughs> Actually, okay. So the allies is the thing that I wanted to talk to. I, I wanted to touch on. So um, the season two Bad Batch trailer is out. We talked about it last week, and one of the things I had talked about how Hunter specifically says we need more allies, and there's a shot of what looks to be clone cadets. The front one looks a lot like Baby Boba from the Clone Wars, and the rest of them are, have, like, goggles and masks on, so it's kind of hard to tell, but they all kind of look like clones. And we know from Rebels, at some point, Rex saves Wolf, 
we know that we don't we don't know how Rex has saved Wolf, but we know that he has because of Rebels. So I think we're st- what we're starting to see is with Hauser's speech is we're foreshadowing that a lot of season two is going to be the Bad Batch helping Rex save other clones and gathering these allies together and bringing them into the folds of the Bad Batch so any clone that turns away from the Empire yeah, are it, unofficial it, Bad Batch members. And it could start with Hauser, you know? Because mm-hmm. they're like, he saved our ass, we can't leave him behind, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I think... Of course, I'm just speculating. We haven't seen season two. It might not happen. But I feel like that would be a really good direct. If this show is supposed to be about the clones in a changing time, like we've seen the Jedi in the changing time, we've seen the Sith in the changing time, but we haven't really seen the clones. And if that is the focus of this show, and they're giving us so many different clones, we got Hauser there. We know in a couple weeks we're going to get Gregor. We've already seen Rex. We know that Cody's going to be in season two of The Bad Batch. Like we're seeing this, like that is the story. The story is how the clones are being affected by the changing of the Empire. And I think that would be a really good change of, like, a really good story for season two. Yeah. But that's... Yeah, it would be a natural. But that's all I... (laughs) Okay, okay. So I found the sexy thing. And so the title of this tweet is, Hauser entering the Syndulla Polycule. One time at a party, I kissed someone's girlfriend to make sure he wasn't mad about it, but I just kissed him too. And then I blacked out and I woke up to a text in a group chat with both of them, and they both were like, did you make it home safe, baby? <laughs> How Hauser entered the Cinderella polycule. <laughs> Yay, throuples. Anyway, uh, that's all I have for this episode. <laughs> Does she have anything else? No, I'm all, I'll, I'm all ready. All right, score it up for me, Chris. Okay, I thought this was a little better than the last episode, but about on the same par, so I gave it an 8.5 like like last time. Oh, okay. It was good, solid, solid. I enjoyed this one a little more. But, you know, it's a resolution. It had nice... The the the, the fight scene with, with them stealing the ship was, was great. So, yeah. 8.5. Um... So for me, uh, it's still a very strong episode. I jokingly wrote, it's not as hot as the last one. But really, th- the difference between last episode and this one to me is I feel like the last episode could stand on its own. This one needs the first episode. It cannot stand on its own. Yeah. Um, and that that really is the difference to me. So it brought it down just a little bit, but I love Hauser. He's the MVP of the episode. I love Shaman Alini. I love watching Hera in a Megabond. I liked it. So uh, I gave it a 9 out of 10. Um, it's a little bit Ooh, lower, but, but but not much, because because really the only difference is it can't stand on its own, and that's well, not it's a still it's in the nines. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So. Well, as always, we would love to hear your feedback on iTunes, Twitter, or on the Two True Freaks Facebook page. This week, our feedback comes from Facebook and Twitter. Um, the first part, just so you know, Chris, is its own little thing, and then the second part is a conversation. So the line separates them, and it's about our. The first one's not about it, but our second one is about our Bad Batch episode, Rampage. Yeah, that's between you and Aaron, and I think I poked my nose in it at some point. And uh, so Gene just basically, like, he just gave us a nice little plug. Uh, And he says, and somebody was talking about Clone Wars something. Um, And he, he piped in with, 
you know, put, put a little hand on their shoulders. Go, Excuse me. If you're enjoying Clone Wars, then I'd like to suggest listening to Jay Guys and Jedi. And not just because I do their intros. Hope and Chris do a deep dive into the series and then move on to every other animated Star Wars show and some live action that came after. Right you are, Gene. Right you are. All right. Thank so, you for the plug, Gene. Yes. All right. So uh, Aaron Henley said, uh, this episode made me sad because I knew what, happen- what happens in Jedi and I never related to the fat keeper sobbing more over his, over his, uh, his dead rancor. And Hope says it's not the same rancor. A lot of fans were concerned for Moochie, so they were quick to clarify by confirming they were different I'm rancors. sorry. Where is my voice? It's not the same rancor. Thank you. A lot of fans were concerned for Moochie, so they were quick to clarify by confirming that they were different rancors. And Aaron says, but that's even worse. What happened to Moochie? Did you go off to the same farm that Rada did? Oh, Rada the Hut. Poor Stinky. And then I came in and said, Judging by the book of Boba Well, actually... Judging by, by Book of Boba, Boba Fett, Fett, it looks like the huts like giving the rainforest as gifts and notifications. Knock it off, Hope. Knock it off. I'm trying to do your fault. I'm going to do your fault. You get to do I'm my fault. <sighs> I'm trying to read my point I made. Okay, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Judging, actually, judging by Book of Boba Fett, it looks like the Huts like giving Rancors as gifts in negotiations, so it might be good to have a few around. And Aaron says, true, my headcanon now is Moochie is the mother of Boba's Rancor. Does it make the galaxy smaller? Yes, but I want her happy. That's, I actually I, really I, like that headcanon. Okay, and, and, and so it is. I, I think that's really cute. So I'm actually really excited about tonight's candy. It looks really cute. Um, as always, if you don't know, Chris hates American Kit Kats because he's a weirdo. So our friend Dario, who is Chris's co-podcaster for Eat and Beat It, uh, sends us candy from all over the world to review. And this week we're doing the Kit Kat Zebra Bar from Spain. And it literally looks like zebra stripes. On, and it says zebra, dark and white. Holy cow. It's very... And it, it's very... It's... It's very classy looking, isn't it? Oh, the bottom is black, but the top is very zebra-y. This is really cute. Ooh. It's very painterly. It's sort of, fa- it's very nice. It's almost art deco. Oh, wow. It's really pretty. Okay. Hmm. It's not as sweeter than I thought it was going to I thought it was It's more of a visual thing, but it's just sort of like the typical better than American. European Kit Kat where the chocolate's darker. So it's more bitter. It's a little more narrow, but it doesn't taste significantly different. Yeah, but I would agree with that. It tastes delicious. Because <laughs> it's definitely the chocolate really... is the chocolate is pretty dark and bitter on this one, isn't it? And kind of. I thought the white was going to be like white chocolate, so I thought it would be a little bit sweeter. But it's actually not as sweet as I thought it was going to be. And you're right; it's it's a lot more bitter than what I thought. It's really good. That's mm-hmm. definitely not enough. It's really, really good. Mm. 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 Thank you, Dario. We love you. 
before the podcast, I ate a handful of gummy bears, so I'm going to go into like a diabetic coma here if I don't <laughs> drink some. Some food in me. Wow. Uh, did you have anything else for a rescue on Ryloth? I do not. Well, in that case... I consider it tied up. Mm. Crapped up. Well, in that case, where can people find you, Chris? You can find me at tutufreaks.com. That is our website. Our podcast website, which is, means it's full of podcasts. Sign up for the RSS feeds for all of our multitude of podcasts or each individual podcast. You can also go to Facebook and go to the Two True Freaks podcast page where we post up all the podcasts that are coming out and the Two True Freaks Cantina where we talk about them and all other sorts of geeky stuff. And you can go to Twitter too and look for the apparently going to be Elon Musk free Twitter for better or worse, whatever. Um, where we also post up all our podcasts and the r- person who runs our Twitter feed is Gene Gene, the promo machine. Thank you for the plug, Gene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The plug master, the plugster. <laughs> be careful, not that. The plugmeister. Let's make sure we talk about the right kind of plugs. Plugorama. <laughs> that's something anyway, you can find up your butt around the corner. That's where you can find me. Where can they find you? Mm, oh, should I just... Like chocolate. <laughs> I just shoved, like, the rest of the shit out of my mouth. <laughs> mm, mm, oh. I thought we were going to be... for us and not for you. <laughs> I thought you were going to be doing a longer plug joke, so I, like, shoved half a kick out of my mouth. <laughs> mm, mm. All right. <clears throat> you can find me at Jakers and Jedi on Twitter. That's our Twitter account. You can also find me at Hope Molinax on Twitter, where I am apparently a Pokemon collector of cool Star Wars people, as I found out recently, when Charles Soule's very lovely assistant Tommy was just like, hey, I want to follow people on Twitter, and I sent him like 800 people, and he was like, how do you know so many people? And I'm like, I don't know. And like, I've got people. the people. All the Star Wars people come gotta... to Hope. She's got the people. Apparently. <laughs> um, you can also read my work over on the Geeky Waffle. I just finished wrapping up my Owl House re- recaps. I, like I said, I highly suggest please, watching Owl House. Please go watch it. It's on Disney Plus. It's the best show. It's so good. It's a little slow to get started, but once it gets started, like a lot of the early episodes are world building, so it's a little slow. But once it gets started, like season two is fucking solid, and it's like some of the best stuff on television. On television, please go watch it. Um, and yeah, so you can check me out over on Geeky Waffle. Uh, you can sometimes find me on Space Waffles, which is run by my friend Arzu Amin. Um, and that's the Star Wars podcast for the Geeky Waffle. Sometimes on I'm on Straight Out of Home Video, which is the straight to DVD TV Disney movies for waffles. And in a few weeks, I will be on Bookmark and Busy, which is the new fan fiction podcast for the waffles. And I'm really enjoying this show, guys. If you want to kind of get an in-depth look of like fan fiction and like why people write it and why, why people read it and why it's important to people and how people like process trauma or like got through the pandemic or just like found it for fun um it's it's just a really fun site i can't recommend it enough like it's a really good podcast um and rin rin is absolutely knocking it at, at, at out of the park 
they are just so funny and lovely and insightful um and they're just like a really great host and i've been really enjoying their podcast so but yeah check uh, check out everything the waffles please click click on anything waffle over there because it really helps us out okay so about next week's episode chris <laughs> okay here's here's the thing I think it's, and I'm going to talk about it. I like next week's episode. I just think it's in the wrong place of the season. And I'm also going to be a hypocrite because as much as yeah, I'm... Well, so act- what else is new on this show? I know. That's, because That's as- what you're prefacing every show. That That's fine. Um, I know. We'll see, but we'll, have you watched it again yet? And and that's why I'm interested to seeing it again because I, I, I came out of it going, this was a good episode. It needed to be five episodes ago. But um, it's also one of those that, like, as much as I'm not, like, big into cameos, like, or I want cameos that are done really well, I was like, why wasn't this Visago? Like, this would have been the perfect moment to bring in Visago from Rebels, like, and to use that character as, like, his younger self. So that's all I will say about next week's episode. But next week, come back, because we'll be talking about the Bad Batch episode, Infested. 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 All right. All right, guys. Bye. I am ready. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. Freaks. Meow, 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 meow.